Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Our God is a God of miracles. Uh, you cannot talk about God and not talk about his miracles. Amen. It is not possible to know God and not know his miracles. Today I've come to tell you that God is a miracle working God. That one of the things that set our God Almighty from all gods is that He works miracles. Amen. 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 And there are deaths of miracles that only He can work, and only He works what? Those what? Miracles. Today, God has sent me to remind you that He is a miracle working God. Amen that he works miracle, Amen. that it is normal to accept and expect a miracle from him. Praise the Lord Jesus. What are miracles or what is a miracle? Amen. Amen. A miracle is simply an extraordinary, amen, amen. welcoming event that it, you cannot explain by the laws of nature or by what science that is attributed to a divine what nature amen. amen so there are a lot of things on earth in general in the church in general in a person's life that will never ever happen unless god grant that by performing a miracle you see, there's a, there used to be a great woman of God, a very great woman of God, called Catherine Coleman. And he had a program. She used to have this program on TV once every week. And the title of the program is Expect a Miracle. She was an evangelist. But her program online was Expect a Miracle. And she did explain why she called that problem at that program expect a miracle. Because she said in life, one day, one day, you will need a miracle. Yeah. Or if you will not need a miracle, you will see that someone closer to you, connected to you, is in need of what? A miracle. Yeah. And it is true. You see, when we talk about miracles of God, we are, not, we are talking about that impossibility in your case regarding you that it will never become possible no matter what you do, no matter what is done for you, except God do it for you, unto you, with you, 
as a miracle. So, because of that, what I will call a miracle, someone will not call a miracle. What I will need, the, what I will need, the miracle I will need in my life, someone might not need that miracle. There are people that have come across and that the way how they were granted citizen residents of this country, they will tell you it's a miracle. And when you look at the circumstance, everything, you see that indeed, in their case, it was a miracle. And there are others, it's not a miracle, it's just, it's just a right. Amen. But I'm just saying this to say that there are types and kinds of what? Miracle. And you must expect a miracle. You must be aware that this our God is a God of what? Miracles. The miracle is part of what? Our bread. Amen. You see, when you don't expect it or when you are not aware of it, you might not have the miracle. I'll show that to you. Because you cannot necessarily, necessarily have what you don't know or what you don't ask or expect. Even if you experience it, you might not even realize it's a miracle. But there are miracles. Believe it. And our God is a God who works what? Miracle. So the Lord has sent me to tell you that he is a miracle worker. I don't know what situation you've been battling with. I don't know what circumstance you have, what challenges you have, directly or indirectly, regarding you or your children or your partner that you struggle with for years, that almost your faith is gone. Expect a miracle. As the word of God come in your heart, let that situation come up. In your heart, ask God to grant that to you by a miracle. Amen. As the word come, expect a miracle about that. Amen. Amen. And God, 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 God will grant you a miracle. L let me show you to you in the scriptures. So, miracles, note, are things that you can do. Things that no one can do for you. Things that, in your case, it is impossible. So miracles are not things that you can do. You don't need a miracle to say no to a person. You just have to decide. You don't need a miracle to say, oh, it's not working, I'm sorry, no point. So I'm not talking about people trying not to do anything, trying, asking God to do what they are to do. When you expect a miracle in that way, you will never get a miracle because that is not a miracle. And whenever you can do the thing or doctors can do it or society can do it and for you and they do it, it's not a miracle. But it is when they will not do it, when they can't do it, when you can't do it, then God does it for you as a miracle. Because in your case, it was impossible. In your case, you were dead, you were going, but God brought you back to life. God healed you. That is a miracle. But not, not like you, you, it's headache and you can take paracetamol and be free. And you say, no. Because when you do that, you waste your, your time. You wear yourself out. 
So the reason why we call it miracle is because it is supernatural. It is not possible and it hasn't been possible. Amen. Amen. And miracle can take, can happen in any shape or what, form or any sphere of what, life. But for a Christian, you must be aware of this. Because even if you don't need a miracle for yourself, you might need a miracle for someone. For someone and you must know your God also as a God who works what miracle God is a God of miracle judges chapter 6 verse 12 to 13 now I want to show you that God is a God of miracle that we cannot separate God from miracles that God performs miracle God works miracle God allows miracle to be worked in his name by his power through him. Amen. Amen. So look at Judges chapter 6 verse 12 to 13. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Judges Amen. 6 12 to 13. Mm -hmm. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us, in, us into the hand of Midian. King James, please. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Judges 6, 12 to 13. Mm -hmm. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of value. Of value. And Gideon said unto him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where and where be all his miracles, which our fathers told us of? Amen. Amen. So the only reason why you, uh, you read King James is uh, the word. King James used the word miracles. Signs, are, signs and wonders are also miracles. Signs and wonders are also miracles. So some translation, instead of using miracle, they use wonders. Because yeah. a miracle is a wonder. Yeah. A wonder is what? A miracle. Amen. Yeah. So the Bible says, the angel of God, an angel came toward Gideon. And he said to Gideon, listen, Gideon, you're a mighty man. Heaven, God, recognize you as a mighty man. And maybe you don't know Gideon, but God is with you. And Gideon said, no, God is not with me. He said, I beg your pardon with all due respect. I don't believe God is with me. And he gave his reason. He said, if God is with me, if God is with us, where are his what? Miracles. He said, if you say God is with me, where are what? The miracles. Where are his what? Miracles. Because why would Gideon say that? Because it is known in the Bible from Genesis that God is a God of miracle. And if God is with you, if God is with the church, if God is with the pastor, there must be miracles. Amen. Amen. If God is there because he is a miracle. So he said, where are his miracles? If God is with me, where are his what? Miracles. Because if God is there, if it's God, there will be miracles. There will be miracles. Look at Psalm, Psalm 77 verse 12. 
Psalm 77 verse 14, rather. Psalm 77 verse 14. Amen. Amen. Psalm 77 verse 14. Mm -hmm. So give your nose. When God is in moving, when God is in the place, there must be miracles. So he said, if God is with me, if God is with us, where are his miracles of what? Old. Amen. Amen. Look at Psalm 77 verse 14. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Psalm 77 verse 14. Mm -hmm. You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the people. Amen. So Psalm 77 14 was talking to God. He said, you are God who what? Perform miracles. So clearly, God performs what? Miracle. Yeah. It is not possible to truly walk with God closer and that God is with you and not experience a miracle of God or not see God doing a miracle. So he said, truly, you are the God who what? performs what? Miracles. So God Almighty performs what? Miracle. Amen. Amen. You see, when we read John chapter 2, in John chapter 2, the Bible specifically made us aware when the miracles Jesus started was, his miracle, where Jesus' miracles what, began. How the Bible put it shows, it shows that from that time on, Jesus began to work, work in miracles. John chapter 2 verse 11. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. John chapter 2 verse 11. Mm -hmm. This beginning of miracles the Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. So he said this is the beginning of the miracles of what? Jesus. How he put it meaning from that time Jesus performed a lot of what? Miracles. miracles. So he said this is the beginning of the miracles of what? Jesus and in fact when you look throughout the scriptures you will see miracles by Jesus so if Jesus is still the same yesterday today and forevermore as the Bible say if it's Jesus that we are serving if it is Jesus office that we sit in that I'm sitting in if the church is indeed the church of Jesus Christ we must have his miracles Amen. we must experience his miracles then there must be miracles if our gathering is not of flesh, it's with God Almighty, then our gathering must have miracles. So when we are Christians and we are not expectant of the miracles of God, it is wrong. Because we are to embrace God in his fullness. And one of his fullness is his miraculous act. So it is normal to expect a miracle from God. It is normal to expect a miracle from God for what? Someone. It is normal to pray to God for miracle. There's nothing wrong. It means that you are accepting God in his fullness. You are not denying any part of Christ. So he said, this marked the beginning of the what? Miracles of what? Christ Jesus. And when we talk about soul winning, because the church is for soul winning. We are to win souls. We are to go and make fishes of men but when we talk about soul winning and we are to be honest one of the things that will help in soul winning is the miracles of yeah, god 
You see, when people deny there is no God, when people argue with us and they experience or they see the miracle of God, they have no choice than to bow. So even Jesus, Jesus used miracle for soul winning. So if we really want to win souls, if we are truly going to go about the Great Commission, then the ministry of working of miracles, we must not doubt it. We must not look down it, but we must embrace it. We must pray for miracles. We must pray for, uh, for, uh, for God to perform miracles when we go for soul winning. Amen. So without miracles, without miracles, soul winning is in vain. Many souls will not be won. You see, look at every great evangelist. It's full. He's, it's, repent. For there is the kingdom of God. It's also back with what? Miracles. That's true. Yeah. When we tell people they should believe and they come, they must see miracles mm. as well. And you see, we, 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 we must understand this and receive it and open to it. Then we will see it. So miracles of God is so important. It's not only for you. It's not only for that person, but it's also for the souls. It's also to help the ministry of what? Soul winning, evangelism, and also to even grant the Christian, those who are Christian, when miracles happen, they remain granted. Their faith increases. So look at even Jesus. John chapter 3, verse 2. John chapter 3, verse 2. Look at what it says. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 3, verse 2. Mm -hmm. It says, He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs. Sorry, let me read the, the King James. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a, a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that doest, that thou doest, except God be with him. Amen. So what made him say that God is with Jesus? Because he said the miracles that you are doing, yes. no one can do except God is be with the person. So in other words, your miracle shows that God is with you. This is when he went on to ask Jesus about salvation. And look at John chapter 7 verse 31. John chapter 7 Yes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. John 7 31. And many of the people believed on him and said, When Christ cometh, will he do will he do more miracles than these which this man had done? So the Bible said many people believe on Jesus. Why? Because they said those of you who are saying this is not Christ, if Christ can, will he perform more miracles yeah. than this? Yeah. In other words, the miracles Jesus has performed shows no doubt that he is yes. what? The son of God. And many people would believe on him. But it is much clearer in John chapter 2 verse 23. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. John 2 verse 23. Mm -hmm. John 2 23. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover in the feast day many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did Amen. so the bible says many believe in jesus mm -hmm. 
name because they saw the miracle that Jesus what did. So many were saved, many became born again because they saw the miracle. So if we are going to be honest, if we are going to be honest, you see, because to begin to experience God, you must be honest. You must be honest. Honesty is everything. If you are going to be honest, anywhere Jesus went, he did not only preach. It was preaching and miracles. The miracles were mostly involved healing, deliverance, mm -hmm. and other miracles. Jesus never preached without a miracle back in his word. But the Bible said they believed because of the miracle. Many believed because of the miracle he did. So if we want the church to grow, if we really are, have heart for souls, we will pray for miracle. We will expect miracle. We will ask God to perform miracle. We will not look down on miracle. We will not sideline miracle. So we've seen that the Bible says God is a God of miracles. And we've seen that Jesus himself performed many miracles. And Jesus himself said, the work that I do, will you also what do? And greater works than what I do, will you what do? So if that is the case, we are to experience miracle. And not only are we to experience miracle, we are to what? Miracle workers ourselves. You see, you must believe it. You must believe it. The problem is we don't believe that much or we don't believe those things. You see, you don't work the miracle even though you work the miracle. But you are just a vessel. It is the almighty God that work, work the miracle. Your own is to believe it. Your own is to ask for it. And your own is to work in it. But if you don't believe, you don't ask of it, you cannot even what work in it but the only reason why we read this scripture so far is to show us that miracle has got to do with god it has got to do with christ you cannot separate miracles from christ you cannot separate miracles from what god gideon said where are the, what his miracles this uh, bible said this marked the beginning of the miracles of christ jesus and this same jesus today he's still working miracles you see, I want to show you more scriptures. So, for example, John 14, verse 12. I just quoted it, but I want us to read it. Amen. Amen. John 14, verse 12. Mm -hmm. I want to show you that this miracle, hasn't, it has not got to do with only Jesus and God, but it has got to do with us. This same miracle that Jesus did, he, we are to experience and perform the same miracles. John 14, verse 12. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. John 14, verse 12. Mm -hmm. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Amen. So Jesus himself said, said, listen, the works I do, woo, 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 woo. anyone who believes in me, not even pastors, <laughs> Of course, pastors also believe, yeah. but anyone, every Christian, including pastors, will also do and say, greater works. So Jesus wants us to do the works he did, and not only the works he did, he wants us to do greater works. So in the sense of miracles, the miracles that Jesus performed, Jesus wants us to perform that same miracles. And if he wants us to perform greater miracles than the miracles he performed, you see, not only does he want us to perform, if we perform those miracles, it means that we will see those miracles. It means that some of us ourselves will benefit from what? Those miracles. 
Please, are we getting it? Yes. So, so we should not look down on miracles. When you don't see God as a God who works miracles, he's not happy. Because you are rejecting some part of God and it is he. Please, are we getting it? And, 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 and so when Jesus opened the blind eyes, we are to open the blind eyes as well. Yes. When Jesus asked the lame to walk, we are to ask the lame to walk as well. Because that was a miracle. That was a miracle. When Jesus, when, when man came out from the mouth of the fish, it's the same. And even greater works. So when Jesus preached to 5,000 people, we are to preach to 5,000 people and even more. So when I see a pastor, like Bishop Dake Ward Mills, like Pastor Benihi, who has filled a stadium, who filled India, I'm very happy. I can see greater works is he doing. Hallelujah. The works Jesus did, the same work he's doing. And it makes me believe the scripture. Yeah. So, he said greater works, those works include what? It's miracle. But look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. You will notice that the gift of the Holy Spirit, that which are gift of prophecy, gift of word of knowledge, gift of word of wisdom, all those, you see that there's also a gift of working of what? Miracle. So as common as prophecies are, word of knowledge is, word of wisdom is, the working of miracles must also be. Because all the gift of the Holy Spirit is operational in the church. The Bible says it is for what? Edification of what? The church. Read it. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. 10. Yeah. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy, to another descending of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Amen. So he was talking about the gift. He was mentioning the gift and say yeah. to another this gift is given to another the working of what miracles. So there's a gift of working of what miracles. Amen. Amen. Just as there's a gift of speaking in tongues, just as there's a gift of prophecy, just as there's a gift of word of knowledge, receive that gift. I receive it. May that gift be in this church. Amen. May it be on this church. Amen. May the gift of working of miracle be in operation. Amen. In all our service. Amen. Wherever we find ourselves, being in Jesus, the answer campaign, crusade, E519, whoever we speak to, we minister to, wherever we go, may the gift of the working of miracles be at work. Amen. May it be Amen. at work. Amen. So there is a gift. The fact that there's a gift of the working of miracles means this gift is for today and must be what? Working. When we read the same first Corinthians that we read, the 12 28, it said God has appointed in the church working of what? Miracles. He has set in the church, put in the church miracles. Please read it for us. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. um, first Corinthians 12 28 to mm -hmm. 29. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondly prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gift of healings, helps, government, diverse of tongues, all apostles, all prophets, 
are all teachers, are all workers of miracles. So he said, God has sent in the church pro apostles, prophets, teachers, and what? Mm -hmm. Miracles. Yes. So as there is an, a, 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 an apostle in the church, as there are teachers and prophets in the church that we can see them, that we can tangible, that same way there must be miracles in the church that we can point to that is mm -hmm. tangible. If not, we th th there's something wrong. If not, we are to cry, we are to fast, we are to whatever to God until we see that God. He said He has said. Other verses say He has appointed, meaning He has already released that in the church. So the church, the church must have miracles. So miracle is for the church. And guess what? The church is not the building. We are the church. The church is are the members. The Bible say so. If among us, he has set miracle, meaning we must experience miracle, we must need miracle, we must see miracles. Maybe you will not, maybe you will not have a miracle because you will never need a miracle. But that doesn't mean others must not need a miracle. That doesn't mean you should not pray and ask and expect a miracle in the church for others. Because I tell you, there are a lot of situations that it's God, to the working of miracles, till a miracle is done, nothing will change. Nothing what change. The reason why we read this uh, scripture is to show you clearly that one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is the gift of working of what? Miracles. So you cannot deny, you cannot say miracle was for the past, no. Because the gift of the Holy Spirit is operational today. And he said he has set in the church if we accept pastors, teachers, prophets, we cannot say we, are, we don't accept miracles. So may there be miracles Amen. in the church. Amen. May there be miracles in the church. Amen. Lift up your voice. I want you to pray that may the gift of working of miracles be at work in devotional life church. And also may God... Um, a point place in devotional light church miracles are uh, and may the miracles already in devotional light church uh, continue to go pray this prayer and also ask the holy spirit to give me the gift of working of miracles uh. father we pray for miracles we know you have set miracles in our midst uh. we pray and say let this miracles flourish uh. let it be greater let it be greater may it not be uh, that they will not they will not express miracle uh. as obvious as your apostle is today and may your miracles in this church and through this church be obvious until there. We also ask that may the gift of working of miracles be operational. Give us that gift, Holy Spirit. May it be at work and may we walk in it. May the name of Jesus. All the gifts of working of miracles work through man. So one of my favorite scriptures when it comes to Saul when it comes to miracles, it's in Acts chapter 19, verse 11. And in Acts chapter 19, verse 11, the Bible says, God wrought special, other versions say extraordinary miracles by the hand of what? Paul. And this is New Testament. Please read it. Acts chapter 19, verse 11. Let's read it. Acts mm. 19, 11. Mm. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul. Amen. God did what? Extraordinary, extraordinary miracle yeah. through Paul. Mm -hmm. The same act, 
chapter 6 verse 18 says and Stephen full of faith and power did great wonders and miracle so this is when the church started we could see miracles everywhere please read it for us hallelujah amen Acts 6 verse 9 verse 8 oh sorry verse 8 mm -hmm. and Stephen full of full of faith and power did great wonders and miracles among the people amen he did great wonders and what miracles, miracles among what the people, the people. Yeah. so church the miracles of god are real the miracles of god has not expired he didn't go away with the miracles he has given us the miracles ordained us to work those miracles he has given the gift of miracles and appointed the working of miracles in the church. We are just supposed to believe it, accept it, be connected to it, ask for it, be open to it, and trust him for it. The miracles of God is real. I do not pray that you need a miracle as a Christian. The reason why I'm saying that if God has done all the miracles, you are free, isn't it? But I pray that if you should need one, you should find miracle. Amen. If you should need one for someone, you should find miracle. Amen. I pray that God will back your ministry with miracles. Amen. That God will back this church with miracle. Amen. That God will back every ministry of devotional like church with miracle Amen. that god will back the messages i preach Amen. with miracle Amen. with miracles Amen. with miracles Amen. i pray that whatever it will take miracle to be done in your life out of the message of god and by this authority of the scriptures may god grant you that miracle Amen. i receive it in the name of jesus Amen. Whether it's for you or for your child, may God grant you that miracle. Amen. Whether it's for you or your husband, may God grant you that miracle. Amen. Listen, miracles are real. I'm going to show you some miracles in the Bible. You see, I remember, I remember a lady came to church one Tuesday, prayer meeting. And the lady, when she came, she had a lot of problems. She said, my eyes, this, this, this. And I was praying for her. This is in church, Tuesday church services. Mm -hmm. And the Lord opened my eyes. And I saw an angel putting like something like a scissors into his right ear and opening it. And the Lord said to me, he's opening his ear, he's giving her a new ear. So I said to them, I was even confused. Because the woman, yes, everything was like that. She never complained about the ears. So I said, ah, I see an angel putting something like scissors in your ears, opening it. This was church service. There were people there. Mm -hmm. And the woman said, yeah, he said, I am, uh, is it deaf? Deaf. Yeah. And he said, this, I, I don't have ears. He said, this, my ear is artificial. As you see like that, it is artificial. I said, wow. So I said, now close this ear. Can you hear? In church. He said, yeah, I can hear. Mm -hmm. Say hello. Instantly, that was a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the doctors just put artificial one day. Mm -hmm. That was a miracle right in front of us. A lady came to church. It was a Sunday. She, she, she came. She said, she woke up. She said she had two tumors here. 
And when she came, she showed me the tumors. And she said, Pastor, pray for me. Sunday service, after my preaching, I call her. And I just pray for her. Instantly, the two tumors vanish. Instantly. This lady is still in the church today. It vanished instantly. There's a lady, another lady. I didn't even know she was a member of the church. She's still a member of the church. Our first miracle and healing service. Has anyone need healing? Come. And she came. She said, what's it? I have a hole in my stomach. Hole in my her stomach. I never knew. And I prayed for her. The next time she went to check, it's gone. It's gone. That is a miracle. The hole in the stomach, the doctors couldn't do anything. She couldn't eat a lot of things. That was a miracle. I'm just saying this to say that let us not be deceived. The miracle of God is real. It is real. He is a miracle working God. And the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is littered with what? His miracle. But remember that these miracles are extraordinary things. These miracles are things that cannot be done except he does it not what you have to do and you want him to do it that's not a miracle when i get my pay a uh, check from uh, let's say example tesco it's not a miracle no. <laughs> amen, amen. There, there, there was a lady in the church i was with brother chris i remember tuesday we were coming to church prayer meeting just before we leave the home, uh, the lady called that she's been admitted to the hospital, made the hospital. So, uh, so me and brother Chris went there because we were coming to church. So when we went, the lady said she can feel pain and she collapsed. That's why they brought her with ambulance to the hospital and they've done check and they said they are going to operate on her. Because they said they have to operate instantly. And I pray for her. The prayer was less than five minutes. And I remember I was holding an handkerchief. And I said, take the handkerchief and put it there. By the time we came to the church, the church finished. I saw a missed call on my phone. The lady has called. I called her back. She has been discharged. She was in the house. And she said, when we came and we prayed for her, the doctors came. The pain was gone. And she told them, they said, we will check again. There was no operation, nothing. She was discharged that day. Amen. That's a miracle. The doctor, because the doctor said this will be have to be operation, but no operation happened. She hasn't been given any medication. You see, one time I was, it was a Monday, a lady called me. When she called me, she said, I'm at Heathrow Immigration Center. Uh, they are going to deport me. I said, Why? What happened? To cut a long story story, I said, They are processing everything. They said they are deporting me yesterday. Sorry, tomorrow. Then you see, God put a word in my mouth. I didn't want to say, but you see, it's in my mouth. So I opened my mouth and I said, You will not be deported. I will see you in church. Tuesday, I will see you in church. You come to church. Even after I said this, I'm thinking, Hey, what have I said? <laughs> anyway, the Tuesday, somebody said, My papers was being proved. I was going to be deported at the deportation center in Heathrow. I didn't even know that there was one in Heathrow. The Tuesday, she called me. She's been released. She said, I've been released. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. And as I'm talking today, she's still in this country. Different kinds of miracles. Yeah. A lady came to church. 
she said this is all in church services she said the reason i'm calling like names so that not like i'm saying this are real thing she said there's something at my back he said the thing wiggle like a snake that's what she said she said it wiggles like a snake the day God granted a miracle, we were praying in church, Tuesday prayer meeting, and I called her. I said, let's pray for her. We pray for her. And as we were praying for her, she fell down. She went under the power. We tried to lift her up. She wouldn't stand up. So we said, I said, just leave her. Let her be there. Because I didn't, to be honest, I didn't know what was happening. So we were praying. We were still praying. Then all of a sudden, she stood up. And she said, when she fell down, she saw me and my wife dressed wearing doctor's gown and we put her on a stretcher and we cut the back and remove that thing it's like a snake from the back me that that's what she saw and that moment she said I said do you feel that thing she said she doesn't feel that thing up to now that was a miracle when we're praying obviously that moment the angels of God came to operate on her and remove that thing that was at the back that moves it has been there for years. That was a miracle. It's gone instantly. Since then, there's nothing like that. So there are miracles. You see, there's a place for prayer, which is important. There's a place for binding. There's a place for fighting, fasting. And there's a place that you just believe. God, give me a miracle. It's that simple. You just trust him that he work a miracle. There's that place. So sometimes when I meet people in a situation, they want to pray. Sometimes I tell them, this is not the time for prayer. This is the time for ministration. This is the time that you must allow God to minister to you, to touch you, to deal with you. I'm saying all this to show us that miracles are real. The miracles of God are real miracles. And it has been appointed in the church. And we must embrace it. God, trust me. There are people that with that miracle, eh? They, even their salvation will have to be done. It has to be a miracle for them to save. Yeah. There are people that their addiction, it has to be done. If God, if they don't receive a miracle, they can't even though they want to. Receive a miracle. I receive it. Receive a miracle. May you say, God performed this miracle. Amen. May you say, I saw God doing this miracle. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. See, last time we were in Jesus the Answer campaign, a woman came in a wheelchair. When the woman came, she was wearing spectacles. And she said to me, she said, she said, she's just coming from the hospital. She's been diagnosed cancer. I said, are you sure? She said, yeah, this is the second checkup. So finally, it is confirmed. And the woman said, I believe God can heal me. Of the, pray that God should heal me of the cancer. And that woman said, I'm thinking, hey, what about the sitting in the wheelchair? What about this? But she, she wanted prayer for the healing of the cancer. So I prayed for her. I remember when I was praying for her, I laid hand on her. And as I was praying for her, in the middle of the prayer, I said, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I remember. And I didn't understand. And I remember, she, and she said, because I believe. That's what she said. She said, I believe and I feel the power of God. That's what she said to me. And she went. 
the next week or two weeks, she came back and she said, I've been declared cancer free. Say, there's no more cancer and I've come to thank you and thank God. She said, that's why I've come. She came all the way back to Jesus Dancer campaign. And this was during the lockdown. Say, cancer free, cancer free. She was so happy. You see, so miracles are real and it is littered throughout the Bible. And I would like to point some to you. John chapter 2, verse 2 to 9. You see, each miracle is meant to open your understanding, to increase your faith, to make you expectant of God's miracle, to ask in its simplicity to give you a specific miracle, to let you witness that miracle, to back you with that miracle, because he's a God of miracles. Amen. Amen. We, we, we cannot follow him and not experience his miracle if we are going to follow him wholeheartedly and with all our hearts. There are many miracles God does that you are not even aware. Amen. Let's read John chapter 2, verse 2 to 9, please. Amen. John chapter 2, verse 2 to 9. Mm-hmm. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus said, Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servant, Do whatever he tells you. Nearby to six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing each holding from 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servant, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw out, draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They, they did, they did so. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from. Though the servant who had drawn the water knew, then he called the bridegroom aside. Amen. Good. He said, the water that has been turned into what? Wine. wine. So Jesus turned water into wine. Is this not a miracle? He turned water into wine. He didn't mix the water with anything. The water turned into wine. You see, the lack of wine was going to bring shame, disgrace. How can you have a wedding party and at the peak of the party there's nothing? But Jesus performed a miracle. In fact, it is this scripture that when you read the letter, it says this marks the beginning of the miracles of Jesus. He turned water into what? Wine. You could say God, apart from the baptism of the Holy Spirit, announced Jesus with miracle. So he turned water into wine. It's not possible for water to be turned into wine in the natural. But Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, turned water into wine. But it's not possible. But with him, he was possible. So that scripture, when God said, all things are possible with God, with God, meaning there are impossible things that are with God is possible. And one of the ways he make it possible by miracle, by the working of miracle. So this miracle let us understand that anything in our life 
that is not possible to be turned for good. Things that genuine is not possible, not things that we've taken that we can do. God is able to turn it totally, totally. Because it's not possible for wine to be uh, water to become wine, but Jesus did it. He, he did it. That was a miracle there. And this same Jesus is seated on the right hand side of God. When he said, Greater works will you do. And the works I do, he gave the reason, say, because I have come to sit by the Father. Meaning I'm with the Father. So now I'll just be ushering you. So if he was able to turn water into wine, I don't know what impossible situation that he cannot make it what possible for you. He can turn failure into success. He can turn pain into joy. Which is miracle. You see, what is meant for evil, he can turn it for your good. Amen. Yeah. Amen. What is meant to shame, he can turn it for your what? Amen. Testimony. Amen. What is common, he can turn it into uncommon. Water was common, but wine wasn't common. Amen. Amen. Let me show you another miracle of Christ Jesus. Matthew chapter 17, 24 to 27. I call this miracle a financial miracle. Matthew chapter 17, 24 to 27. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Matthew 17, 24 to 27. Mm -hmm. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two Drachman temple tax came to Peter and, and asked, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, he replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? He asked, from whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes? From their own children or from others? From others, Peter answered. Then the children are exempt, Jesus said to him. But so that we may not cause offense, go to the lake and throw out your line. Take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a full drachma, drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. Amen. Amen. I call this a financial miracle. Yes. There was no what? Money. And Jesus said, go, go, and throw the hook. And a fish, you, you catch a fish, open the mouth. But you see money and bring what? That money. That was a miracle. See, if you've done fishing before, the hook will hook the fish. The moment the hook hook the fish, the fish will open their mouth, be struggling with the hook. Because the fish will try to get rid of what? The hook. So the mouth will be open throughout. So you, you, you pull it until you catch it. Even when you catch it, as you hold it, the mouth is open. You see, but yet still, the money did not fall into the sea. The money was at the mouth till he held it and took it. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. So God, that's financial miracle. Because sometimes in that situation, without a miracle financial, you lose everything or you are doomed. It will take a miracle. And God does that. God does that. God does that. God does that. You see, I'm not talking about magic here. No, no, no. You see, magic is 
con conjoin something out of nothing, you make the thing appear. No. So you see all the miracles, something has to be done. The water, the water, they have to fill it. He has to draw, go and throw up a hook. Jesus did not say, appear money, money appear. So miracle is done through you as you go. It's miracle through something. Amen. Amen. Yes, ago I met a certain man. And I went and when I met her, she showed me a letter from the HMRC. Mm. He was owing seventy thousand in taxes. Yeah, around seventy thousand. And he said to me, he said, Pastor, pray. If they reduce this tax, I'll give you money. I'll give the church money. I'll give you like five thousand. <laughs> and we prayed. We prayed. And believe it, this was taxed from uh, HMRC over the years that he was owing, around 70000 That is like pay now or we confiscate your properties or we take you to what? Court. And it, that when you go to court, you'll be jailed and that money will never go. And we pray. And I say, I say, tell them you think the tax is not... Uh, right but they should do something about you you think the tax and he did that and they brought her uh, brought him a new tax the money was reduced to like 20 something thousand from 70 thousand to 20 something thousand yeah 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 but guess what he didn't even give me a penny yeah he didn't even give me a penny he didn't even his promise to me to the church none was what fulfilled it doesn't matter. He is what he is. But I saw the miracle of God. I saw the miracle of God. So God works miracle. God works miracle. God works miracle. Listen. I keep remember. I just remember one. There, there was a lady in our church. She was a lawyer. She had a case, and they, she had a case, and because of the case, they cancelled her, I don't know what they call it, but they cancelled her wherever, so she could not practice law again. And if you've been a lawyer all your life, and you are old, and you can't practice law again, what will you want do? And apart from that, the state slapped her with a debt of, in the hundreds, hundred and something thousand debt and the state also took her to court yeah because they had to retrieve that one and his this thing i went with the court three days proceeding i was with her in the court we pray and listen after the court service this was the sentences they cancel they restore her what her license back to her and after they restore her license back to her uh, after they restore Lance's back to it, the, the money she was owing, the state, they also slashed it. And the most important thing, they gave her years to pay it, and she pay it according to her strength. And I was just sitting there as a layman. I don't know, but after everything, the lady was very happy. And she said to me, as for the fine, no matter what, I will pay. No, yeah, they, they, they canceled the fine, but she was meant to pay the the 
the court fee, like the proceeding, the lawyers, the government expenditure. And she said to me that no matter what, that money should pay it anyway because she's lost the case. And apart from that, the fine she must pay and her this thing, um, license has already been cancelled. So the fact that they have reinstated her what? License. And the fact that they've even cancelled the fine and all she owes is, sorry, they slashed the fine plus the cost. Is, she said it's victory. And she said to me, she said, this is a miracle. She said this is because in fact i was there everything that they brought there was nothing she could say otherwise mm. she was 100 percent at fault and that is a miracle so god works miracle because you see if god does not intervene in those things nothing not nothing that would be the end of the person amen so we we we, we, we must embrace miracles because it does good, it does good, it does good. Let me show you another what miracle, amen. In Second Kings, Second Kings chapter four, verse one to seven, please. Second Kings chapter four, verse one to seven. No matter how small the miracle is, you think it is still a miracle. Don't look down on the miracles, amen. Don't say I could have bought my own wine. That moment there was no wine. And shame was there. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Second Kings 4, 1 to 7. Yes. The wife of a man from the company of the prophet cried out to Elisha, mm -hmm. Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord. But now his creditors his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slaves. Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, come around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour out oil, pour oil into all the jars and each and as each is filled, put it to one side. She left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jars to her and she kept pouring. When all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there is not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. You and your sons can live on what is left. Amen. Amen. This woman, she came out of debt by a miracle because note that she could not pay the debt there was no way she could pay in fact she said to the prophet i'm not able to pay the debt my my my, my husband who was a prophet is dead and now i can't pay the debt i have nothing to even sell to pay the debt so they are coming for two of my children my sons as slaves so they are going in the debt so there was no way she could pay the debt but god granted a miracle he said all i'm left with is a bottle of what oil she said fill it fill a jar with it as you read all you had and say buy it go and sell it and pay off your debt and she did that so god miraculously intervened and by the miraculous working of god came out of debt what bottle of oil you pour it it never stopped mm. till it fills till all was that was miracle supernatural 
receive that. I receive it. Receive it. I receive you see, it. I'm trying to show you different kinds type of miracles so that you don't limit God. Because you see, in a certain in a certain sense, what you will need miracle, what area in your life that you need miracle, I might not need that. What area of my life that I, I will need a miracle, you will know what need that. Yeah. This woman, there are others who, when they owe, they are able to pay their debt. By her own, there was no way she could pay. She would never. Her children were going to be slaves. To God intervene miraculously. So it doesn't matter how you are drawn in debt. By the miraculous power, you can come out of debt. You see, one thing with miracle, you don't have to worry about how. The moment you try to worry about how, then you are not expecting miracle. Because if you know how, you would have done it. But he is the miracle word. As to how, when, whom, true, we don't know. You wouldn't know. But one thing for sure, once he's done it, you will see it. Once you look back, you see that it was a miracle. I look back at my life. And lot of things that I did not get involved in. Sinful thing I did not get involved. Looking back now, now that I'm a father, now that I can I'm in the light, so I can see clearly the darkness. I can see clearly that it was a miracle that I didn't do those things because it didn't make sense by all standards. I can see clearly that there was an angel. I always say this who was there has been instructed, never allow him to do this. It doesn't make sense that I wasn't involved in those things in the midst of those people. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to show you more show us in the scriptures. Because the miracle of God is what? Real. Amen. The other day, a man was going to divorce his wife. You see? In the Bible, the marriage was, it wouldn't come on. But the marriage, the man did not divorce the wife again. The man took the wife, married the wife. Why? Because in their case, God did it supernaturally god intervened by miracle to save their marriage let me show it to you matthew chapter 1 verse 19 to 25 many of you know it but the only thing is maybe you haven't yeah. seen it mm -hmm. in this light yeah. that it was a supernatural intervention it was a miracle that joseph did not divorce mary that Joseph, it was a miracle. And that miracle happened because an angel, God sent an angel to come and tell him not to. That, and that's a miracle. Please read it for us. Matthew 1 verse 19 to 25. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Matthew 1 19 to 25. Mm -hmm. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home 
as his wife, but he did not consummate consume, consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Amen. Amen. So note, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel told him. Yes. So Joseph was like, listen, Mary, I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> I've never slept with you. You say you're a virgin, but yet still you are pregnant. How did you get pregnant? You say an angel, you are mad. Like, I mean, if I, if you were you, would you believe that? No, yeah. No so most Joseph said, no, 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 no. But Bible say, because Joseph was faithful to the word of God, meaning he was full obedience in the, with the word of God. He didn't want to disgrace what? Mary, because those days means Mary has committed what adultery, and he might by the law he she has to be stoned to death. But I say he decided that I'll just divorce her, I'll just stop. He has decided concluding then miraculously, an angel came. Hallelujah. And Bible says spoke to him that no, don't divorce her, marry her. Hey, and said, What she's carrying is with the Lord. And Bible says Joseph obeyed what the angel did. And did not divorce Mary. Yeah. What saved the divorce? That's a miracle. That's a miracle. Because in the natural, no man will fall for that. Even men that have been sleeping with you, if they go and three months, and even this, there's many men are doing DNA tests. <laughs> you see, because of the things they themselves they've been involved, they can't trust. You see, so this Mary's marriage was was what saved supernaturally. Because he concluded and said, I'll just. Divorce her, I will not report her. I'll do, I'll not tell anyone, I'll just. <laughs> but miraculous intervention and angel was sent. So I don't know your problem for marriage. You can receive a miracle. Amen. You can receive Amen. a miracle. Amen. Miracle, you don't figure out why, how. You can't. If you, you try, then you even break faith. Because, in fact, if you know why, then you don't need a miracle. If you know why and how to, then you don't need a miracle. And then it's no more a miracle. You see, like when I lay hands on the blind and I pray in the name of Jesus and I minister to them and command them by the power of those that made their eyes be open. You see, I do not know how it is done. You see, my own is to minister, pray. But the one who does the work know how he will make the eyes what? Open. You see, when I lay hands on the person and pray that God should grant the person a miracle by healing her of this sickness that cannot be healed, I do not know how God will heal it. On my own, I believe that the person will be healed. But as to how the person get healed, I don't know. Because it's, I'm not the one who does the work, isn't it? Mm -hmm. He does the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, do we understand? Yes. So that's why I don't go to the hospital and stand and say, all those who need healing should come. I don't know whether he will heal them or not. Because there are reasons people are sick and there are reasons people are not healed. There are a lot of things behind the scene. But one thing I know, if you come and say, Son of David, if you come and say, Son of David, have mercy on me, God will touch you. God will have mercy on you. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is my favorite miracle. For now, from this one for myself. Exodus chapter 16, verse 11 to 15. I'm just showing you miracles. Just showing you miracles for you to draw your mind. The Bible is literally all the miracles of God. The other day, the Bible says Moses divided the Red Sea into two. 
Isn't that a miracle? It is indeed. The other day, the Bible says Jesus walked on water. Isn't that a miracle? Mm -hmm. And he not only did he walk on water, he also made Peter walk on water. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a miracle? It is. It is a miracle. Mm -hmm. The other day, the Bible says he fed 5,000 mm -hmm. with five loaves of bread. Two fishes. Isn't, two mm -hmm. fishes. Isn't that a miracle? It is a miracle? And you think he cannot do the same with, for you? Mm -hmm. That someone without you knowing, your 80 pound grocery shopping mm -hmm. would last for the month. Hey. I don't know how you do it. But you see, if you are aware of this, if you need it, he will do it. Because we just saw that the bottle of oil never finished, even though he was filling barrels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Please let's read it. Exodus chapter 16, verse 11 to 15. Amen. Mm -hmm. Exodus 16, 11 to 15. Mm -hmm. The Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them at twilight you will eat meat. And in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening quail came and covered the camp in the morning. There was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost, of, frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is this? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread the Lord has given you. To eat amen. amen amen so god supplied their mm. their needs supernaturally i call this the supernatural provision mm. of god amen. every morning they wake up and beds quill has filled the place they didn't go for hunting they wake up and manna has filled the place they didn't go they didn't so they didn't supernatural provision read the the, the 35 for me so god can give it a miracle of supernatural provision. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't know how, how, but you will get through. Many people receive this miracle without even obey, uh, respecting it or knowing that it's miracle. Mm -hmm. Look at the 35. Amen. Mm -hmm. Exodus 16, 35. Mm -hmm. The Israelites ate manna 40 years until they came to a land that was settled. They ate manna until they reached the border of Amen. Amen. For 40 years, yeah. supernatural provision. Right. So he can provide for you. You see, one time God opened my eyes and since that day, a certain fear fell on me. I'm talking about a holy fear. You see, I saw a person and this person, there was a lot of things regarding the person about her in her life that I was thinking. I was thinking, Lord, wow, this person by now his his faith in you. You see, thought came, it doesn't mean I accepted the thought, but thought came that it's like this thing the person is going through, I'm sure by now his faith in you is gone because the person has been involved and in dealing with this thing for a very long time. For a very long time. But then as the thought came, the person was talking about God and you could see the person was so grateful to God the person was so thankful to God the person was showing a lot of goodness of God in his life and I'm like hey hey then I heard a voice that's when the fear came I said this is also part of my mystery part of his mystery then I fear I'm thinking hey it's mysterious that despite these challenges everything the person is too happy. 
thanking God. And still God is his everything. And I became afraid. Like who want to me? I became afraid. You see, God, the miracles that despite that thing, the person is able to live and you're still happy. God, in my thought, is it's not possible. You see, but that's a miracle that a person in such a state, I don't want to go into the details, is still grateful to God, is still full of hope, thanking God. And that's a miracle. So God is able to grant you a miracle to supply, to meet your need. That's why your child is able to let you live with what you think you cannot lead. Live with. Yeah, yeah, whatever. If it's drug, whatever, he's able, he's able to make it possible. And that's a miracle. Because you cannot live with that. No medicine, nothing. But you are what? Able what? To live with that. Amen. So for now, it's one of my favorite. Because he provided for 40 years. When he continued to read, he said their clothes did not grow old. Their shoes, they, for 40 years, never, never worn out. Isn't that a miracle? For people's clothes, their feet, meaning, does that mean as their feet was growing, their shoes was also growing? Wow. That's yeah. A that's a miracle. Yeah. In fact, let's read that one. Hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. So why are we reading all this thing? To draw your mind that God is a miracle what? Working God. That there's nothing wrong when we expect what? A miracle. That we need this miracle. It will help in the soul winning. It will also grant the believing. It will also serve a good purpose. Imagine this woman, if they have cut her and operated on her, maybe she will never be the same again. Maybe her strength. So miracles, that's good. The miracles of God is only, only for good. It is only for good. Of course, I'm talking about what? Miracles of what? For God. Amen. Amen. Let's open our Bible. Please, let's open our Bible to Deuteronomy, chapter 29, verse 5. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Deuteronomy 29, verse 5. Yet the Lord says, during the 40 years that I led you through the wilderness, your clothes did not wear out, nor did the sandals on your feet. Amen. Amen. So for the 40 years, their clothes did not wear out, nor their sandals. That's a miracle. Nothing new came, but they always look good. That's a miracle. So God is able by his miraculous working. He's able. He's able. He's able. And miracle is part of God. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. This miracle too is my favorite. But most important, this morning it was ringing in my mind throughout and in my spirit, I felt like there are people who need this miracle. 
for if not for themselves for their children for their children in fact it was more for what their children and i want us to read it amen, amen. and as we read it god will give you this miracle amen. if you need one amen. if you ask this miracle in your heart for that loved one of you yours god will grant it what amen. unto him amen. Amen. amen in the name of jesus amen matthew Okay, we thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew. Oh, I, can't, I can't find this. Let's read one more miracle and I'll find it. Amen. Amen. It's somewhere on my notes, but I'll find it. Amen. Amen. But let's write, uh, read this one more miracle. John chapter 11, 38 to 43. John chapter 11, 38 to 43. John chapter 11, 38 to 43. Hallelujah. Amen. John 11, 38 to 43. Mm -hmm. Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time, the there is a bad order for he has been there four days then jesus said did i not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of god so they took away the stone then jesus looked up and said father i thank you that you have heard me i knew that you always hear me but i said this for the benefit of the people standing here that they may believe that you sent me when he, had, when he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Hallelujah. Amen. And Lazarus came out. Yeah. So this, you saw Jesus performing a miracle. Mm -hmm. He raised the dead. But this is not an ordinary dead. Yeah. A dead that was mm -hmm. rotten. He raised that body. Yeah. So what is it that is dead that God cannot bring back to life? That God cannot restore. And if you study this miracle, Jesus intentionally waited for the person to die and to rot. Because when they told him, the Bible says, God, therefore, this was later. In fact, he waited for him to sleep, die. Because when they told him he was sick. And Jesus himself said, I thank God that I'm not there so that you will know. And you see that I say this miracle is for the glory that God's name will be what? glorified. Dead and rotten. They said, please don't open it. It's thinking. So I don't know what he cannot bring back. Meaning this miracle is not a small miracle. Meaning the organs that was rotten all was God. Uh, we call it creative miracles has to restore all those organs you know when you die the blood becomes black the blood spores meaning all has to be quickened to come alive you see when somebody is dead to come alive a lot of things have to happen mm -hmm. to the extent that rotting the skin must be transformed the cells and he's dead already the spirit is gone so he called back the spirit into mm -hmm. the person because without the spirit the person the spirit the person will not come to life Plus, what killed him must be healed. Other than that, it will kill him again. 
So this miracle is not a small miracle. <laughs> you see? So I don't know what he cannot do for you. You see? There was a miracle in First Samuel. Let's read it, then we go to the one I wanted. Amen. That there was someone barren. You see, and in her case, Hannah, there was no way that she would give birth. But God gave it to her as a miracle. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 1. I'm showing you all these things because I want you to understand that God miracles are diverse. It's not only healing, it's not only deliverance. All types. So this one you see the barren. He gave the barren what? A miracle. Please read it for me. Amen. First Samuel. Chapter 1, verse 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 1. Mm -hmm. There was a certain man from Ramathain, a mm -hmm. Zufite, mm -hmm. from the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah, son of Jeroham, mm -hmm. the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, an Ephraimite. Should I continue? Just 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 1. Yes. Then read the 5. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. The verse 5. Mm -hmm. But to Hannah he gave a double portion because he loved her and the Lord had closed her womb. Mm -hmm. Amen. So Hannah was clearly what? Barren. She couldn't give birth. Okay, the same first Samuel chapter 2 verse 21. Amen. Mm -hmm. Please read it. Mm -hmm. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 21. Mm -hmm. And the Lord was gracious to Hannah. She gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. God was gracious to Hannah. Yeah. So it is God that caused Hannah to what? Mm -hmm. give birth. Mm -hmm. Hannah was barren. Mm -hmm. For the barren to give birth, isn't that a miracle? It's a miracle. Because what makes one barren that in that person's case, he or she will never what? Mm -hmm. Give birth. Yeah. You see, when Jesus said greater works, the works he did will we do it and greater works i believe it yes. you see the more i serve the lord the more i believe it because now as we are going i could see even some of this miracle i begin to see it i remember a friend of mine came from ghana to london she came for a course he, sorry he came for a course and when he came he lived with me and i realized one day when we were talking she was telling me, God, then he has married for maybe three years or four years or five years. But he was telling me how he and the wife, they've been trying to give birth. And nothing, not like something has even come and miscarriage, nothing. And he was telling me how they've done all the tests. And, you know, they've gone for counseling and still nothing. Nothing. That woman, when he was telling me, you know, I was chatting with my friend. So nothing really, nothing. I, it was like, it's like, oh, God should have mercy, you know. And that was it, because he was a Christian. And he went to Ghana. That, that was it. In about a year time after that conversation, I also went to Ghana. I was invited in a church, Lighthouse Church, to come and preach. And from the place I live, the place I live, to the church is about an hour drive and the service was in the evening special service the service starts from 7 p.m and normally when the service is in the evening it's a special service 
there's no closing time. So I remember I was thinking, hey, so no one is going to go with me. I have to go by myself. I didn't mind. So I was there. In the afternoon, this my friend called me. So how are you? Say, I'm fine. So I saw your poster that you have a program tonight. I said, yes. So would you like me to come and pick you? I said, yeah, why not? Come and pick me. I said, but do you have air conditioning in your car? I said, yes. Amen. Don't get me wrong, but... You know, Ghana is very hot. Aircon make a lot of difference. Mm -hmm. Like asking someone, do you have heating in your car here? Mm -hmm. Amen. Doing in winter time. So this friend, I'm saying the story. I want you to understand something about miracles. Came to pick me. So when he came to pick me, I was happy. It's like just like oh, I've got a camping in a friend. And to most important, when he came, he came with his car. He was the one driving. So it's like I was just sitting down, relaxed. We had this casual conversation. We went. To the service, I preach. I don't preach about healing nothing. I preach about the book of life. When I finished preaching, I started praying for people. The Lord started moving. Then I remember that this my friend and the wife, they are barren, barren because for three over three to five years, nothing. So then I called him to come so that I pray for him. You see, when he was coming, you know. Uh, some, you know, Mr. Man pulls. So when he came, usually, you see, and the Lord taught me something. Usually when we think of barrenness, we always think of the woman. So we always like to minister to the woman. But this my friend came and I lay hand on her, his abdomen. And I remember, I just declared, there shall be no barren among us. There shall be no barren among us in the name of Jesus. And I just prayed for him. And that was it. That was it. Like three days time, I came back to London. I was in London. Three months time, this my friend called me. And when he called me, the first thing he said, you can't believe I said, well, I said, my wife is pregnant, three months. And he said, when we check it, it was from the day you prayed for me. I said, wow. I said, glory to God. And she said, I'm calling to thank you. That's what he said. He said, I'm calling to thank you. I said, oh, we thank God. And after about nine months, he called me again to say, my wife has given what? Birth. And thank you again. This is a miracle. God gave the barren a fertile womb, a child. I experienced it. I didn't say he called me. I didn't plan for it. Not, I don't know how God did it. It doesn't matter. He's the worker. That's why I said the working of miracles. We are just to, and he work it. You see, so in my friend's case, it took miracle for them to have a child. Without the miracle, they wouldn't. Because before then, almost five years, nothing. Praise the Lord Jesus. So we see God gave what? Hannah, Barry, causing the banner to give them not only one, three. Isn't it a miracle? It is a miracle. Praise the Lord Jesus. I'm bringing all this up to let us, because see, miracles solve the pain of people. It solves the misery of people. Miracles also an answered prayer to many people. The fact that people are misusing it or they are false miracle doesn't mean we should neglect or reject miracle. In fact, if there is false, that means there is true. Because without truth, there won't be false. Without original, there won't be fake. 
but why let the fake dictate no let the original dictate like moses his first three miracles he performed the false prophets they also perform it but then there were more miracles that they couldn't yeah yeah, yeah. He didn't try to say, okay, that won't do it. He let them show that there is a limit mm. to yours. But with God own, there's no limit. Hallelujah. My last miracle. Mm. Amen. Or last but one. Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Let's start reading. Let's start reading from the 26, please. Luke chapter 8, verse 26. Luke 8, 26. Mm -hmm. They sailed to the region of Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but he had lived in tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man many times it has seized him and though he was changed hand and foot and kept under guard he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places jesus asked him what is your name legion he replied because many demons had gone into him and they begged jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss a large head of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs and the head rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside. And the people went out to see what had happened. When they came, they saw Jesus. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demon had gone out sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Amen. Not the word. In his right mind. mind. Yeah. So this man was a madman. And his madness was not just ordinary. Mm -hmm. His madness has got, was got to do with demonic what, mm -hmm. spirit. But I see, the miracle here is that he came to his right mind. If you're a doctor or a nurse, one of the areas that when people are sick is not touched is the mind. Mm -hmm. Almost all the mental sicknesses you see, they are still mental. The only thing that they give them medicine to suppress it, to make them to be able just to be there. The day they forget to take the medicine or something. You see, but I'm ready to show you that there is a miracle that God performs. And when God performs this miracle, all who are not in their right minds, they come into their what? Right mind. Or who have any type of madness, psychological effect, it doesn't matter whatever you call it. By the miraculous finger of God, they are able to come to their right mind. The man was, was, 
was mad living in the tombs. But Bible said now he was well dressed, clothed, sitting quietly. He became a gentleman and now in his right mind. And now people were what? Afraid. This is divine healing. Divine what? Uh, not only divine healing, but also divine what? Uh, uh, sorry, this is divine healing. Also, deliver. Sorry, divine what? Deliverance, and it's a miraculous one that a madman for years that no one can control came to his rightful senses. When he continued to read, he went on to become an evangelist. Bible said he wanted to follow Jesus, and Jesus said, "No, don't follow me. Go to the Decapolis. Go and tell them what I have done. Go and tell them." So that's an evangelist. Spread the message. So there is a miracle. There is a miracle. I want you to just pray right now. You are praying that anyone who has any form of mental issue, any form of madness, you can call it whatever name you want to. If you know the name, you can call it. You are asking God that may God cause that person to come into his right mind, his normal mind. May he do it as a miracle, by his miracle power. We are praying in general for anyone, but if you know anybody specifically, mention their name and ask God that he, as he did. This one in the Bible, we say the madman of Gadarian because he was in the area of Gadarian. As he did for the madman of Gadarian, may he do it for that person or whoever is in our midst connected to us that needs it. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. For many, many, it will take only the miracle of God for their mental state to change, for their mental state to say for their mind to return toward normality as we pray father we ask that do it for us any member of devotional life church their children who has any state any form of mental illness we ask that grant us a miracle right now back this word that i have preached with a miracle by healing them causing them to come into their normal state to come into their normal state in the name of Jesus and we can go and go and go on and you see throughout the Bible the miracles of God the miracles of Jesus you can see it the other day Bible said Joshua commanded the son to stand still and the son stood still isn't that a miracle isn't that a miracle for a man to command the sun, take authority over the weather? That's a miracle. That's a miracle. It is a miracle. The other day, the Bible said a slave man, a slave, a slave boy became the next in command in Egypt. Isn't that a miracle? Isn't that a miracle? From prison. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. That's a miracle. The other day, the other day, a, a, a widower became, was married, Ruth, Ruth marriage, wasn't it a miracle? Esther, wasn't it a miracle? So God is a miracle working God. Lift up your voice and just pray again. 
anything that the word has ministered to you, anything that the word has whispered to you, just pray regarding it for it. Amen. All I'm trying to let you know, all the Lord has sent me to let you know, is that understand that He is a God of miracle. The miracle is He. He works miracle. He's not divided. He and miracles are not divided. Pray for miracle. Is there any miracle that you need that you want? Ask God for it now. Is it for you or for your loved one or for your church? Ask God for it now. And as you ask God, ask God. Uh, also pray for me that as God wrought miracles with the hand of Paul, may he wrought miracles with my hand. Uh, as truth, uh, Stephen, miracles was done. And may it be so. Uh, and may miracles be in devotional life church. Uh, Pray for miracles. Pray for miracles. Makashoko to brokeri alama mayanduroha ile kaberianda broko shoko to broshudereberoha ile mama mayanda braka shoko to broshudereberoha ile mama mayanduro broshudereberokeri andoroberoha ile mama mayanda braka shoko to broshudereberoha. God is a God of miracles. In the name of Jesus, Father, I've told them. That you're a miracle working God. I've shown them in your word. I've shown them the miracles you've done in your word. I've shown them some of the miracles I've seen you done in your church devotional life that you've done through me. Lord, I ask that back these scriptures, this truth, with miracles. Amen. Lord, I ask for miracle for each one of them. Whatever they consider as a miracle, which is a miracle granted unto them whatever that it would take your miracle to be done in their life for them regarding them i pray that by your miraculous power let it be done Amen. lord being it for themselves or their loved one i also ask that may the miracles you have appointed in devotional life church may it forever remain may it flourish may it grow May we see each and every single miracle that is performed that is in the Bible. May we see it in this church. Amen. And even may we see much, much more that is not in the Bible. Amen. Lord, as by Paul, you wrote special miracles. And as by Stephen, special miracles was done in your name and by your power. I ask that through me, with me, by me, perform miracles. Amen. Perform more miracles. Amen. Every miracle that Jesus you perform, may it be performed through me, with me, by me, in your name, by your power, Amen. and even greater ones. Amen. For your glory, Amen. for the sake of the soul. Amen. And most important, to show mercy to them, Amen. to be gracious to them, Amen. to show them your loving kindness, Amen. and to do good to them. Amen. For many things it will take your miracles. Immigration miracles we ask. Marriage miracles we ask. Healing miracles we ask you. Salvational miracles we ask you. Deliverance miracles we ask you. Provisional miracles we ask you. Ministerial miracles we ask you. The miracles for church growth we ask you. We ask you for miracles. We thank you for the miracles. We thank you for the miracles you've done. That which you are doing. And that which you are yet to do. Even the miracles that we do not respect or consider miracles, but they are miracles. Have mercy, we thank you for that. The miracles that we don't know, that we will never know, that you've done it. So we 
get to eternity. We thank you for that. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. amen. Someone give the Lord a clap of him. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.